Bayside. It is the Save by the Bell podcast where I have a friend over to watch an episode of the show with me and then we break it down for you piece by piece. Today's guest is my dear friend Scott Ackerman who really did me a solid coming over here to watch an episode of a show he's never seen in his life. It is my pleasure. Hello hello, April. April is it? (laughs) Yes. Um, Yes, my pleasure and and no I until now I had never seen an episode of Saved by the Bell. Never seen one. And you got a doozy of an episode. The one we just watched is called Snow White and the Seven Dorks. I'm assuming a season finale or series finale. It's not at all. It's right in the middle. And the original air date was November 14th, 1992. Oh, what was I doing? Oh, that's right. I was getting laid. Oh, ah! That's why I didn't see this one. That's why I didn't see this. I had friends. I had a girlfriend. I was getting laid. I was a cool Mm -hmm. dude. Mm -hmm. Cool adult dude. (laughs) <laughs> While I was in middle school, so I was—I pro- actually come to think of it—I was in Sacramento this month. I was living in Sacramento doing in November of ninety-two. In November of ninety-two, I was living in Sacramento and I was doing uh, a play, uh, a Christmas Carol at the Sacramento Theater Company. Wait, did you go to college in Sacramento? No, I had graduated from college at this point. Okay, and I uh, went. This was my. F- first job out of college my first prof- no I, my second professional job out of college and i okay. went up to sacramento and did and uh, did a christmas carol through m- the middle of december like all like up to december 23rd or so so, so we were we were uh we were out of previews at this point we were so you could relate to all the fine acting and all the yes, like actor yes. acting this in is this. A, an you acting episode definitely so i relate Okay, so give me a brief synopsis of the plot, and then we'll really get into it with our notes. All right, a brief synopsis of the plot. Um, Having never seen the show, this is what I assume. Okay. An insane drama teacher decides to terrorize a group of, I'm assuming he kidnapped them, uh, captive children, (laughs) by forcing them to do things they would never do in real life. Sure, sure. I.e., wrapping a version of a fairy tale to a sold-out crowd of uh, social outcasts. Sure, yes. And forcing each other to kiss constantly. Yes. He was real big on that. And and, and if they don't kiss, getting the principal involved. <laughs> that was my favorite part, too. <laughs> no, yeah. Th- th- this, is, this is the episode where uh, Zachary... Yes. <laughs> um, I appreciate you calling him by his full name. Zachary is the lead in a play, uh, a version of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs that is stars uh, nerds in the school and is a rap version. And uh, he and his best friend, uh, Jesse, Mm -hmm. uh, have to kiss in the production and they get a little too wrapped up in that kiss. Yes. And then it's time to call the principal for some reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, no, that's perfectly, that's what happens. They put on Snow White. Now, the episode opens, and I had to tell you this first thing, because it is immediately with Zach addressing the camera. Yes, and that is the only time he addresses the camera, as far as I was concerned. Yeah. Well, oh. <laughs> he 
he may have, as far as other people were concerned, right, right. at some point later, but as far as I was concerned. That was it. Yeah, he just is like, and I think he says, today is the day we're going to decide on the school play, and I'm the best actor here, Yeah, clearly. I believe at one point he says that he is the best actor at Bayside. Yeah, he's he's the given so many great performances, meanwhile, giving a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> He's demonstrating, as he's trying to say, I'm the finest actor at Bayside. He is not doing a good job of it. So he's saying this to the camera. And then, so then they're the in drama The first thing you class. see, actually, is a bunch of nerds entering right. a class. Right. So you see uh, seven or so nerds. And you could tell they were nerds because they were wearing glasses and exactly. had mismatched clothing. Exactly. And Screech was amongst them. Yes. Because he's also a nerd, but just like a weirdo nerd. Isn't he a nerd who, uh, I, having never seen the show, I know a little bit about it, though. He's a nerd who hangs out with cool kids, though, right? Exactly. But in this episode, he seemed to only be hanging out with nerds. He was Because I guess because he was cast with nerds. But yeah, exactly. Like He's supposed to be like the biggest loser of all time, but his best friend is Zach, the coolest guy in school. Now, we didn't see a lot of school actual classes other right. than drama class in this episode. I'm assuming that several of the other episodes um, take place during the school hours that this episode takes place. This takes place over many months, I would assume. Ah, and well it's kind the, in, of... the entire earlier part of the season takes right. place um, all during while this is taking place after school. Yeah, I couldn't... I wish I could answer that because, yes, many times there is... It's like the I next I would like to day. see a chronological yes. cut of all of the episodes of this season just right. so I, you know... A whole episode, like episodes uh, 601 would go by, and then we would see the first scene of this one right. after school. Right, because and then they have to rehearse this play for months. episode 602 would go by. Yes. Yeah. I would, I, if anyone is out there, if anyone is out there, if- I, look, I don't know. <laughs> um, but anyone out there, do what your best idea of a chronological cut of everything that happens in season six, because yes. the, uh, putting on a play takes about three months. Yes, or so, at least at bare minimum. minimum. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about this one since uh, it has the same rap beat the entire play. Okay, I couldn't wait to get to that too. It's the entire. It's the same beat. However long this play is, like say it's an hour, like it's just that. It's same just that same beat. monotonous yeah. droning <laughs> beat over and over. <laughs> but do <laughs> do your best to try to figure out exactly what the chron- what the chronological uh, continuity is in yes. season six. I'd Edit season six so that at the end of the episodes they have to go to Snow White rehearsal. Yeah. And then So you, the you kind of see why everyone's acting so crazy in this particular episode right. because they're busy. Uh, a lot of stuff going on yeah. during the day. Yeah. A lot and of drama during gotta, the day and then all of a sudden yes. this drama stretches out over right, exactly. three or four months. That is one thing I do always love about these episodes is they do seem they're like let's do this play and then like two days later they're like it's the performance of the play you know. Is it do they age on this show or are they in stasis? Do they remain the no, same No, they age, definitely though? age because especially Zach gets like more muscles as it goes on. I personally have noticed. That's not aging, April. Nah, no, but they That's do That's getting age. more muscly. No, but they do. They clearly do. Like they start. They clearly do, age. but do they? Or do they graduate? Do they? Yeah, they graduate. They I go, mean, they, they, uh, yeah, when they started are in out, different grades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they started out, they're like 14, 15. And then by the time they graduate, they really they're are like. They're <laughs> they're well, they are, they're like. Yeah, but they still, no, you but can do they, see them. Are some of the seasons all taking place while, are they all in the same grade? No, oh no, they go through different grades. They do go through yeah. different Oh, you're grades. asking if they age on the show, not in real life. Oh my goodness. Okay, I think the answer of do they age in real life, <laughs> I don't know why I would be asking that. Of course they do. I mean on the show, do they age on the show? Look, April, I need to know, do these actors age in real life? I thought, listen, I thought you were saying, like, did they film a bunch of them 
like say they filmed four seasons in only like a year so you think they just look the same every time but yes they do they graduate they go from freshman to senior year like yeah so in six seasons they do four years yes because one season they do like a thing where they're summer they have summer jobs a so whole season, yeah, or is it all like, based on them having a paper route. It, uh, no, they they have a fancy summer job at a beach club. Oh, so yeah. which season is this? Um, that's season four. I'd have to look and see. So but yeah, the entirety of season four, they or are most, working it's like, in a like beach eight house. episodes of it. Yeah, they're in okay. a beach. They're doing their summer jobs. Okay, so the, so it takes place over the the entirety of their high school years. Yes. Um, from soup to nuts. Yeah. Frosh yes. to senior. Yes. And then in the very last episode, I mean, no spoilers, obviously, you may be getting to this, but do they... They graduate. They do graduate. They do high, graduate, all of them. yes. Okay. Yeah. And then Jesse immediately becomes a stripper. And yes, she, gra- she goes to Showgirls University. <laughs> yes, Zach becomes a cop. He's on NYPD Blue. Slater is a host. An entertainment reporter. Yes. And then who else? Screech is a porn star. Screech is a porn star. Lisa goes for real crazy. Well, Lisa goes and visits her her brother, Brandon, right? Who? Or wait, no. Who's? No, 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 no. no That's right. Kelly is on 902. Oh, Kelly okay, moves no. to Beverly Hills. Kelly moves to Beverly Hills. Yes. Okay. And, and then, then who, who did you crazy. say goes crazy? The oh, black Lisa. girl's crazy. Oh, please. I don't see colors. Nah! <laughs> But she does, she's like for real, like sad, crazy now. Oh, is she? That's too bad. Yeah. R.I.P. But yes, yeah, so they. Oh. <laughs> I'm assuming she'll be dead by the time this comes out. <laughs> On Tuesday. Yep. Oh, sorry, Lisa. I'm taking that bet. So, I'll take all that action. Oh, I'm gonna be really sad if you're right. So, so yeah, so uh, they're first, in drama class. First nerds come in. Yeah, I was I was confused. I wondered what what are they setting up with these nerds? Yeah, because the class is evenly divided. It's like half nerds, mm-hmm. half these cool kids. Nerds just enter, yeah. and then all of a sudden Zach enters, and he starts talking to me. Yes, <laughs> did you feel special? I did. I, anytime anyone talks to the camera, I'm like, leave me out of it. Yeah. Just <laughs> even on like House you, of Cards. And did you yeah. watch House of Cards? Oh yeah. yeah. Did you like Just it? Just go about your business. You're like, leave me, Mr. Alone, Underwood, Frank President Underwood. Underwood. Yeah, yeah, totally. Just you know, leave go about me. your day. I, see, I see it as kind of like, oh, he's letting me. He's letting me in on this. He's telling me what he's gonna do next. Great and, actors don't need to tell you what their right. feelings are. Right. You you get it by all. I mean, we've seen it on this show. I mean, every time That's a scene true. ends. There's quizzical looks right. while the screeching guitars, Wait, no pun intended. Well, now we have to talk about, did you go to acting school? I did. So, they, And what they teach you is that at the end of every scene, until the director says cut, the scene's not over. Right. But you can't say lines because you don't have any lines. Right. So even if your character would say something or would walk off, right. you can't do either. But the scene is not over. So, so what you have to do is you have to stare at the person who just left the scene and kind of shrug or pretend like you want to ask them a question by lifting up your your finger and inhaling and then thinking better of it and shaking your head and then looking off kind of out to space and with a quizzical look like, I don't know what's going on. That's what true acting is, and I'm glad that these kids do that. Okay, hold on. <laughs> because... But for real, I want to get really real because of the yeah. drama class. Sure. I don't act. I can't. I'm terrible at it. Never went to acting school. How do school. you know you're terrible at it? Because I just know I can feel how terrible I'm being. You've never tried it? I've tried it in the way, like at Chelsea lately, We even when we do just bullshit sketches, and they're like, do this in the sketch, mm-hmm. 
I just feel it. Anytime I'm on camera and somebody is like, be something other than yourself, I'm mm-hmm. like, this is robotic and weird. Like, I can just feel mm-hmm. it. Being well, you terrible. should start playing robots. Well, <laughs> you'd be so. amazing at it. Oscar. I'm going to win an Oscar for playing a robot. No, I really do want to take an acting class because I can just feel how like stiff and weird mm-hmm. I get. But is this one thing that tripped me out and say, get to drama class? Yeah. And the teacher is like, say this sentence. Like, do, okay, do so when, at this, at the, I mean, giving you a to elucidate to the go, audience what you're talking about because yeah. you didn't explain it. Uh, <laughs> I was too tripped the, up in your acting tips of looking <laughs> quizzical. The the uh, acting teacher who, uh, physician, heal thyself. Yeah, yes, totally. <laughs> oh, my God. The most overacting guy on the whole show. He starts the class by saying, okay, class, we're going to do what we always do, which is take a sentence and then I'm going to give you an emotion. Yeah. Um, and you have to do it with this emotion. I forget what the sentence the was. The sun was, is shining outside my window. The sun is shining outside my window. So he gives it to Screech and says, Screech, now do it crying. Yeah. And, and Screech has to say, ah, the sun is shining outside my window. Is that a real thing? Uh, a real technique? It's It definitely is something that I, I know I've done before where it's like, hey, you know, because otherwise a lot of actors just... You ever listen to... I was actually listening to a, a William Shatner record today. Um, and I was just marveling at how, at how he can, you know, his records where he, he does monologues and he, no, he I just, haven't heard, I only never heard, heard him doing that common people cover. Oh, that's one of them. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's where on he that just same speaks. thing. Yeah. It's on, oh, okay. it, yeah, he has several records where he just speaks things like, oh, okay. like uh, Shakespearean sonnets or Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Oh. Where he, he just says lyrics, but, but a lot of actors, if you, there, you start off just kind of wanting to be either. Big, like most of the people in this television program that we just watched, right. overacting or too naturalistic. And so the trick is to add a lot of shading to it by giving you intention, um, which William Shatner does on his records to the extreme, you know? Right. So, like, he's always looking for tricks. So, so I was listening to one, uh, it was a, a record ben, he did with Ben Folds. Um, and I think the line was, um, and so I had no choice but to move on. And he's and he does it so crazy. He's like, and so I had no choice but to move on. <laughs> what is that? He 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 has like three different intentions in each sentence, which right. is really good. Right. But yeah, so so I think that's like an acting exercise to encourage you to not just say a line. The you know a lot of actors they look at the line and they see what it means and they want to give you exactly what it means. But a lot of times when people are saying stuff, they don't really mean what they're saying or right. they or they can be angry while they're saying it, but saying something nice. And so it's a trick to get an actor like, hey, say this sentence, but you're really mad at the person you're saying it at. But it's like a nice sentence. You know? Right. So right. it's like to 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 show you that there can be subtext in a scene or, you know, like I remember one one acting uh, role I did. I was in uh, The Grapes of Wrath and I did a lot of different parts. And um, I had one part that was just a standard kind of guard part that are, where I was supposed to come in and bust some heads or like right. ask, ask uh, who's the lead in the Grapes of Wrath? Uh, you know, the Henry Fonda part. I was supposed oh. to ask him what he's doing out there in the right. middle of the night. And, you know, it's pretty just standard lines of like, hey, hey, what are you doing out here? You know, <laughs> And that's how I was originally playing it. And then one of my teachers was like, what if you were scared because it's the middle of the night and this guy's out here? And it made it really interesting because I was like really nervous and scared. And it's just like an, uh, making more interesting choices than just saying the lines the way that obviously they're intended to be right. read. 
So that is. What, I, I read that that Christopher Walken, when he gets a script, he erases all stage directions and all punctuation. What periods, commas, anything, because he doesn't want he doesn't want the scriptwriter or the author to tell him how to say these sentences, and even punctuation gets in the way of right. that. Is that a gunshot, by the way, that we just heard? No, not at all. It's like they're cl- like my neighbor's ladder or whatever. No, it isn't. Your neighbor's louder or whatever? No, they're ladder. Like they're cleaning. Your neighbors have a ladder? Is that unsafe? I, I don't well, know if it's unsafe, he- but I don't know why you say it like, oh, oh, no, it's just neighbor's- my neighbor's ladder. No, no, no. Like that house has a family with like, they're like cleaning with a their ladder? gutters and shit. Yeah. Is that, is it weird to own a ladder? It's not weird to own a ladder, but it's a weird to, to just say it no so nonchalantly as to oh, explain it loud noise. Oh, because they just do stuff noise. all the time. Like, no, I just no, that's them. just my neighbor's ladder. Well, it's not like they're it's climbing up to It's not a gunshot. It's my, my neighbor's ladder. They're not climbing up to my window or anything. They're just like doing I their I didn't intimate that they were climbing up to your window. I just think it's a weird Scott, what I'm saying is I feel safe, so should you. Okay. I think you just talked yourself into getting scared because you were talking about being that scared guard in Grapes That's of Wrath. That's true. No, boy. I, it's chilling. When everything the very here of him. is now is totally safe and fine. Okay, very good. Yeah. In any case, yeah, it is something that is done in acting class. Okay. That's what I was wondering for real. I was like, is this just a goof that I they put in the there? Teacher, didn't the teacher say we're all going to do it? And then Screech did it. And he said, okay, that's enough. Yeah, yeah. Basically, because he was like, Screech already fucked this up for all you guys. Yeah. So he does it. And then they are like, hey, it's time for, you know, uh, the class we to have decide. To pick the, yeah. I don't yeah. know why the class is deciding what. Yeah, I don't. Because I was do. thinking that I was actually in a couple of places in high school just because I took drama. Oh, you're changing your story. No, no, no. I had to. It was like for an elective or whatever. Like, I definitely was. Not you, like, wait, you had to or it was an elective? I mean, That's I had to pick thing. an elective, and it was either that or, like, some science class where I was like, I know this I'm going to fail it. story is very fishy. No, it's anyway, true. So I took a drama class as an actual class, and so I had to be in whatever the assignment was. And, yeah, the teacher was just like, yeah, you guys are doing Yeah, usually a teacher picks is. whatever play it is yeah. based on the number of students or yeah. budgetary concerns or what sets right. they can afford, stuff like but that. But then he's like, no, you guys get to pick. Yeah, we all get to. Well, I'm sure there are some classes like that where it's like, hey, let's all right. let's all pick what we're going to do. Well, of course, um, the girls are like cats. Cats and Phantom what, of the Opera. Phantom, yeah, yeah. Girly plays. But and also something else. And then, yeah, they're like. And then Zach says, um, why don't we do the play we did last year? Because we all still know the lines. Yes. To which the teacher says, Zach, you have turned loafing into an art form. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure why he stressed <laughs> that word so crazily. <laughs> I guess he was doing his own he was exercise. Doing Shatner. He, was he was doing Shatner, Shatner Christopher Walken. Yeah, totally. Hey, I'm not gonna. I'm not I'm gonna, gonna say this line the, the way the man this. wants me to say it. He does. He totally yells that at Zach. And then was, doesn't wasn't one of the kids say? Screech. I think Screech is the one that says. Tale? Screech goes, "Why don't we do Snow White?" And, and then, then someone says, "That's a fairy tale." Yeah, that's everybody kind of clowns on him. Like everyone's kind of like, "What? That's a dumb idea." Until the teacher fa- says, "The teacher says that fairy tales are the basis of drama." Which, as far as I know, is not true. I don't. I will have to defer to you on this, sir, since you've gone to acting school. Theater historians who would disagree with that sentiment. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily true either, but he is. He's like, well, because he's like, you guys don't laugh at Screech. Fairy tales are real legit. Are the basis of drama. They're the basis of all drama. How all drama started were yeah, fairy tales. Were fairy tales. Come on, you guys. Yeah, so he, he makes a legitimate case for, hey, look, no, doing a fairy tale is actually a really good idea. It's really highbrow. I think everyone's kind of disappointed because they were just talking about Phantom or Cats yeah, mere exactly. moments ago. Yes, and now yes, yes. Now they're talking about doing Snow White. Now they're White. stuck with Snow White. But someone has a great idea. Well, first, the first idea is, Zach says, yes, why don't we, instead of dwarves, 
cast tall blonde chicks in bikinis. In bikinis, yeah. So seven. Which, by the way, I I came to find out that his girlfriend in this show, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, yes. is not a blonde. Not a blonde. And she should be taking offense at this. I and think. yeah, and he historically, even in the summer job episodes, his girlfriend during that is also a brunette. Because I was so psyched he, about he that dates as a kid. Brunettes, yeah. He's he was exclusively brunette. But he's talking about blondes. So that's against type for Zach. Maybe maybe Zach only likes women in bikinis if they're blonde. And then because if they're their brunette. dark pubic hair isn't <laughs> showing through their bottoms. Showing through their bottoms. <laughs> maybe you're right. Maybe he can't handle that. So maybe the him and Tiffany Amberthies, and he's always like, "Look, honey, stay dressed, stay dressed. Stay we don't. Dressed. Let's not go to the beach." Yeah. Well, I don't think they're fucking either. Like, I don't think any of these kids are fucking. I think yeah, Slater I might bet. be fucking. So, do you yeah. think any of these guys actually had sex? I mean, have oh, you read in, oral history? In real history? life, yeah. totally. Yeah, who, yeah, yeah. Who had sex with whom? Apparently, everybody did. Apparently, like they kind of take took turns dating each other. Like Zach dated all Ooh, the girls on yeah. there. I heard that Zach dated all of them, including dated, uh, Lark. Yeah, he dated her for like three years. Or oh something. yeah, baby. And then he, I had uh, this guy Justin was an extra on the set. Uh-huh. He was an extra on one of the shows, and he was telling me like Slater apparently had a rep for being real rapey. Ooh, rapey! Like really, like a like there might have been a case against him that got dropped because they paid a girl off. Ooh, nice. Yeah, he was aggro. Well, I mean, so we will get getting it with anyone. We will get to the the moral of this story that Principal Belding a little later. Oh in the yeah, episode, we, we will, the Principal we totally. Excuse me, Principal Belding uh, gets to. So maybe he was just taking Belding's advice it's, on this. Yeah, the principal's advice on kissing, which yeah. yeah, we'll definitely get to. But yeah, so so he makes that joke, but then Kelly goes in all seriousness. Yes. Why don't we do a rap version? A rap version, yeah. And Why don't we do a rap version? No one laughs. No one laughs at her. No, no. one kicks her out. No, no one, one is no, like, what no the one fuck expels are you her. About? Exactly. And the teacher is like, yeah, totally. We'll totally do that. That's a great idea. It is a great idea. We should, by the way, there's that ladder again, I guess. No, that that was my neighbors going into their door. I, I heard them walking up the steps. Okay. These are, this is not a tough neighborhood. No, but that's a better excuse than your the previous ladder, one. I swear to God, they were like cleaning their gutters or something. Okay, but you, all, you didn't say, oh, that's my neighbor cleaning his gutters and the ladder hit. You just said, no, that's my neighbor's ladder. Well, because I guess As if that just, explains everything. That's less scary than a gunshot. I guess so. I guess if you're talking tools, if you're just trying to say no it's a different tool not a gun but a ladder you view a gun as a tool yes a tool of death uh, that's right <laughs> a tool of death that i shall wield and bring cleansing rain down <laughs> upon los angeles <laughs> by the way by tuesday i'm killing everyone in la including <laughs> lark Voorhees. i've gathered i'm more scared now that's all right all right. Yeah. So she says, "Let's do a rap version." And yeah. And no. And but no. The. Re- I mean, imagine if this was even in your school. Like everyone would go, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Well, they would let's totally even laugh imagine at her. what year is this? this is nineteen ninety two? Even in ninety two, people would go, "Ugh." Yes. God, no. Th- yes. I mean, remember? I believe in nineteen eighty four, making fun of rap, right, was kind of old hat. Oh, I remember totally. SNL sketches like the rapping, rapping white people, right. And just stuff that, like that as a trope, yes. But just like, like, haha, white people rapping, yes. or yeah. But everybody in the class would just be like, "What? Like, we're not gonna rap." Hip hop, like, I guess, is a, the most popular art form yes. around at this time. Do you remember '92? Like, what hip hop songs? Well, I will. You, what you were just saying, though, reminded me that maybe the teacher was trying to make the point that fairy tales are not only the basis of drama, but, but the basis of, of rap. Yeah. Well, you see that a lot form. in 
in uh, you know school dramas where yeah. like Dangerous Minds or whatever, where it's like. You know, let's get into Shakespeare. Oh right. man, but, he, but Shakespeare he was, was the a original dope guy. rapper. Yes, exactly, totally. They frame it that mm-hmm. way. Like he, Shakespeare had tight rhymes, yeah. guys. No one makes that case here that uh, fairy tales are the original rap music. Right. songs they well, just say hey let's do a rap version everyone goes hey that's a great idea totally. well this is 92 so this is like the height of like yo mtv raps though this is yep. like tribe called quest like that kind of stuff is going yeah. on like yeah that's unbelievable yeah <laughs> right of you're course. unbelievable <laughs> you murder me with my problems <laughs> great rap that's a jam i saw mm-hmm. them and jesus jones yeah i bet you did and uh was I- this when was this this year yeah, it was a couple weeks ago. It Re- would be. Returning your car at the it valet. It totally would be. Um, yeah, I saw them in the 90s. Yeah, one one dude like in EMF, I think, is, uh, is the sad part about EMF is I think one of the members died of a drug overdose, and they uh, wished that they had never called themselves EMF and glorified drugs. Oh, because it's an ecstasy, ecstasy motherfucker? Ecstasy motherfucker, yeah. yeah. So they are, they, they, they're very sad that they chose their name. Are you saying, are you telling the truth right now? I'm, I am telling the, yeah, I am telling the truth. I can't, yeah. sometimes I can't tell with you, dude. Oh, so who died? Like the lead singer? I fr- no, no, the lead singer didn't die, I don't uh. think. Um, one of the, like maybe the bassist. Do they have bass in their songs? I don't or was it all treble? <laughs> This is all just tinny trouble. Did they have bass in their songs? <laughs> Actually, while we're talking about abbreviations, yeah. is KMFDM really kill motherfucking Depeche Mode? That's what the rumor was, but they never... I never knew the truth of that either. They never... But EMF actually had a... B, the B-side too, Unbelievable was E, ecstasy, M, oh. motherfucker, motherfucker, Oh, F, so they spelled from it from us to you. Oh, oh, thank you. Thanks, mm. EMF, yeah. for giving us that gift. Thank you for the ecstasy. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah, let's so do it. So still out on Kill Motherfucking Depeche Mode. Don't I'll look know, it up yeah. later. Don't know. Okay. Uh, do a rap version. Hey, that sounds good. Totally. And the everyone's principal, on board. Everyone's on board, including the one person who, you know, culturally should be the best at it. Right. Lark Voorhees. Ooh. Uh, Political. She, she, I, when I heard that, I was like, oh, well, she'll be the lead. Right. Of this play, obviously. Right. Because she's the only one probably who can rap. Right. Um, but no, the, the people got cast pretty much along popularity lines. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Like, uh, well, sort of, cause they had the auditions and it turns out Kelly's better at being mean. Cause you would assume yeah. Kelly would be Snow White and Zach's going to be the prince. Cause they're like, the, cause they're the, the couple. couple, they're the most, yeah, but yeah. pretty much like no one ever takes any of the nerds seriously no. as an actor, because mm-hmm. if you're a nerd, you can't, can't if you're act. Ner- you can't do anything. If you're it, a nerd, you're just a yeah, fucking You're emasculated. Loser. Yeah. But so they don't even take them seriously at all. At one point they say, hey, how come we always have to be tech people? Right. Um, and they, they throw them a bone and say, hey, this this time you guys can be the seven dwarfs. Right. But they call them the seven dorks. Yes. They totally change it to Snow White and the seven dorks. They call, that, they call the show yes. Snow White and the seven dorks because yes. they've cast the nerds yes. from the school as the dorks yes and that's the dwarfs i mean that's insane on a thousand levels but it also It'd be one thing if they were like hey let's do a rap version of snow white and the seven dwarfs let's call it snow white and the seven dorks yeah it'll be rap and then they cast cool kids and yes make them wear glasses right because then, then it would yeah because it's said in the class as an insult when they say that that all the dorks go we want to be in the play and the teacher goes okay you will be the dwarves 
Zach says as an insult, great, now we're going to fucking call it Snow White and the Seven Dorks. And, and then apparently the teacher learn. goes, yes, yes we yes. are. Yeah, we didn't see that part of the scene. That's yeah. in the deleted extended <laughs> scenes where he says, yes, as a matter of fact, that is a great idea, That's a Zach. a great idea. We shall belittle them further yes. by putting this up on a it, marquee. Yes, dorks in the mar- on the marquee. Like, oh, yeah. cool. But here's another weird wrinkle to this, okay. which I know we're going to get to a little later in the yeah. thing when Principal Belding comes into the story. But um, apparently, they call it Snow White and the Seven Dorks, and then Principal Belding says that the show is sold out and that every dork who lives in the area is coming yes. to the show. So by titling it Snow White and the Seven Dorks, it dorks. has drawn dorks yeah. to buying tickets. Yes. Dorks who don't even come to the, <laughs> this school, I think. You said the word dork. <laughs> Just like thinking of that as a de- <laughs> yeah, no, but that that's think of that as like an actual demographic. That's a strange idea because I think and and I think that Zach is onto something when he says, "Well, let's cast hot blondes in bikinis." Right? Because if you cast hot blondes in bikinis and then title it "Hot Blondes and Bikinis," <laughs> apparently other hot blondes and bikinis will come to see the show. Yeah. As they one, just want to see themselves reflected in yes. their in the art, and that is what art is: is yes. themselves it's reflected it's back. A mirror of the society. Yeah. Dorks are like we don't. We're not represented fairly on TV or movies. No, finally, let's go I'll play to- for us. <laughs> yeah. What's all this rapping doing in here? <laughs> let's take the world's most popular uh, musical medium. Yes, and add a layer of dorks of on dorks. <laughs> Spinning terrible rhymes over the same beat for an hour. Yeah. Like the same most elementary beat that is. Actually, it. it wasn't the most elementary beat, I have to say. It's been, at this point, it's been seven years since uh, Run DMC's landmark Raising oh, okay, Hell okay. record. So I it's think a it's, little it's, more complicated. It's escalated than... a little bit. It, it kind of reminded me a little bit of the beat of like It Takes Two or something right, like that. Right, right. So, okay. Um, All right. Which I believe was, was 1989. Yes. So anyway, I also only just only found out behind. the Ed Lover Dance because I found it on. I thought that song mm. was called the Ed Lover Dance forever, mm. and it's called the One Nine Hundred Number. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I don't know what the Ed Lover Dance is. The what the record show April is doing the Ed Lover Dance. It was that song, and like I used to watch Yoji Rats all the time. I know yeah. the song. Yeah, and I thought it was called that. I'm waiting for you to do the dance again. Oh. I do it better if I was standing up. But yeah, so I finally found so the stand record. Up. <laughs> for this podcast audience for that me? cannot see me doing the Ed Lover dance. But yeah, so that's called the 1-900 number. Okay. Just found that out in recent it? years. Is it like Digital Underground or something? No, it's like an old... I'll have to go look and see, but it's an old record. Yeah. Cool. So it's like somebody from the like 70s or something, I want to say. Mm. I'd have to look and see. Um, yeah, so Dork's Love plays with the word dork in it. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that more later. But yeah, so they have the auditions, and it turns out Kelly is like super good at being mean, so he's like, you're going to be the evil queen, and Jesse is going to be Snow White. She now, doesn't want to be mean because she's such a nice person and doesn't right. think that she can be mean. The acting teacher gets inside her fucking head. Dude, he gets like within inches of her face. Yeah, he, first of all, he shakes her. Yes, he's he like, literally is like yeah. grabs her by the shoulders. Yes. Super weird. And she's a teenage girl. That's she, weird. You know, And she might have had some sort of like brain aneurysm with the Yeah, because the, 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 the then she's mean all of a sudden. Her. Yes. But uh, he says, what would happen if you if someone else got 
the head cheerleader instead of you. Yeah. And also, what was the other example? And somebody used? like wins homecoming queen instead of you. Now I don't know why she feels she's owed these two oh, honors. But those set her off at those two she things. Goes and she's like, off. "Fuck you, Snow White," and just gets super mean yeah. instantly. Super mean in the right. You know, she's written right. to be super mean in this. Right. She acts about one percent meaner. Yeah. <laughs> and and the acting teacher looks at everyone like, "Ooh." She did a great job. 1% Everyone's range meter. is about like one to three percent. On all of percent meaner and like crushes the part, crushes it. Get it, gets it immediately. Meanwhile, Jesse, who is destined because of her popularity status, yeah, to play the well, she's like second most popular to Kelly. She's so second she's most popular, which it. means she'd have the second biggest role. Yeah, Lark Voorhees apparently uh, is fine being relegated to playing the magic mirror. Yeah, yeah. Because she was like chill with it. Because apparently she's not as popular as everyone because she's not white or uh, is I she think sort of maybe. an outcast or something? No, she's totally in the crew. She's, she's just like if whenever they have a thing for hotness on these like if it is homecoming queen or whatever mm. it always goes Kelly, Jesse, Lisa. Okay, so she's third. Yeah. Which there's only three female parts in this yeah. in this play. Yeah. Um, but you're skipping over something I definitely want to mention, especially yeah. given your experience. Okay. Because before in the audition, Jesse's reading the script and she's like, "I don't like this. Mm-hmm. I think it's sexist." Yeah. And Zach goes, "Well, you should change it for to reflect yourself." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Okay, I will." So she comes out and auditions with. She totally makes up her own. Rhymes totally makes it up. Where Snow White is is telling the. Uh, dorks, nay, dwarfs, that they are sexist and they shouldn't expect her to do the dishes. Right. And that she's a modern woman who isn't going to take that. (laughs) Um, But but what would happen then? uh, Like, that wouldn't fly. You can't go to an audition and go, oh, yeah, yeah, you know the thing, the script you gave me? I'm not doing any of it. I wrote my own. Actually, you know... That's good? Actually, well, especially, like, sometimes doing an audition for a sitcom or something... Um, sometimes they want you, uh, there's two schools of thought. I've talked with other, with other comedians who act. Okay. Some don't do any of the lines as written. They just come in and go, look, you are, you would hire me because you want this to be funny. So I'm going to do it the way that I think it's funny. And And that works. It works like half the time, half the time people get upset and go, and I would do that sometimes on auditions. I would just punch it up and like just kind of improv on it. Right. Um, half the time they get upset, like, what are you messing with my lines for? Right. And then the other half, they're like, ah, that was so good. And you get the part. Right. The, the rule of averages is you're not going to, you know, for a comedian you're, who's not traditionally a great actor, you're not going to stand out doing the, just saying the lines as written. Right. So you may as well take a shot at it. And right. like the half that like it will give you the parts more often. So that would have, I remember, uh, you can see it on YouTube, my Just Shoot Me um, that I did. I came in and totally did it a different way than the, than it was written. And they were like, well, that's certainly not the way that we thought it would go. But that was so funny that let's just rewrite the part for you. And so they wow. just rewrote it for me. So okay, then they so were like is... giving me new lines like every day of like, right. oh, yeah, this would be funny if your character said that. This would be funny if your right. character said that. Oh, okay. So that so does some, work. So it, it, I mean, it wouldn't work in a high school in play. In a high school play, that's what, okay, at least. Yeah, because I think the teacher would be like, yeah, we're not. What I don't know doing? if you heard me, but Snow White is the bedrock upon which all. All drama. Yeah. Is like, based. why are you messing with perfection? Yeah. 
Because she no. comes in and doesn't even. I mean, it's I don't know where different. where then the drama of the play would be because we don't get to see. Unfortunately, I hope uh, you have the extended version. I don't actually. Here, I don't have but, the Criterion collection. Oh of... no! Well, in the in, we don't get to see the entire two hour play. Right, I'm assuming of course, it would be two course. hours of the whole beat. So I'm not sure where the drama would lie in this in this plot because Snow White comes in. The the dwarfs say, "Hey, you know, do the dishes and mop the floor," and she says, "No." Right, and, and then I like, guess well, she right. sits around for a while. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then it's just like, or maybe she okay, just then. teaches them about feminism. Yeah, and that's you know? like the rest. That's how they drag it yeah. out because they otherwise, yeah, yeah, it would just be like the drawers going. Oh, all right okay, then. Well, I guess I don't we'll know. Do you want to hang out? Or, or yeah. I guess you're taller than us. I guess you could enslave us. <laughs> Do you want to hang out? <laughs> So yeah. So, but she gets the she she does it so great that that uh, she looks over at Zach and Zach gives her the uh, forefinger to the thumb. Yeah, okay, the okay, like a okay, you, you did, did it. A okay. Yep. Meanwhile, Zach, who's talked about how he's the greatest actor of them all, comes out and he can't rhyme at he all. He can't rhyme at all. He's, he is off the beat. And I'm yeah. a Zach enthusiast. I'm mm-hmm. pro Zach. I totally had a crush on Zach when I was yeah, a kid you're watching on this. Yes. Yeah. He can't rhyme. He can't rhyme. It's not good. He at least the rhymes that were written for him, he can't say them in the no. appropriate meter. Nope, and they're not on the beat, and that's weird. But then at, at the end, he's totally like, yeah. He does the yeah. Well, pose. it's all about confidence. Well, of yeah, course, he, he, he does sells the, it. He does the end of a rap pose yes. where you cross your arms. Yes, and the audience loses their shit. They lose their shit Super because wooing. it's like, whoa, we never knew that he could be one percent more outgoing <laughs> than he than he normally is. And they go, wow, amazing, because yeah. people with symmetrical faces always get what they want. Well, of course. If there's one thing we could take away from the show, yes, that is true. So, of course, he aces it, and you turn, yeah. you look at Jesse, and she returns the AOK sign to him. We so got we know this. it's unlocked. So they both get the parts. Like, the next scene is they're all like, who got the parts? Zach's the prince. Kelly Kelly gets the evil queen. Jesse is Snow White. So then that's when Zach goes, well, I'm going to quit. I only did this so that nobody else could kiss you, Kelly. Well, yeah, but, well because Jesse says to... Kelly, um, you know, I'm so sorry. I know you wanted the part of the princess, which why did she want the part of the princess? Just because it's the biggest one? Yeah, probably. And because the she's prettiest nice. One? Yeah, it's the prettiest, nicest yeah, one. These, yeah. They're, they're, these kids, you know, they're, they're all shallow, fucked up. They're kids. all shallow. They're yeah. all fucked up. You know, like, what about the great acting role of the of the witch? Look at Angelina Jolie. Right. The most symmetrical of us all. Yeah, of, of us all. <laughs> of, of every human. The most symmetrical of the human race. Totally. She, she dug into that Yeah, she part got Maleficent. Yeah. yeah, it's more fun. Yeah. It's more fun to be the villain. Anyway. Kelly doesn't have that Kelly kind of actually foresight. deals with it in uh, a relatively mature manner yeah. and says... Oh, you said mature. <laughs> <laughs> and says, that's okay. I actually think it'll be fun being the the evil step or evil witch right um so you know there's no problem between us which is great yeah but now but then zach zach his commitment to acting doesn't give a shit he doesn't get like the only reason he's acting he says not he says he's first of all the best actor there yeah oh yeah you didn't open saying that he opens by saying that but apparently he has no love for the craft he doesn't at all because he says it's the only reason the only reason he tried out for the play was to make sure that no one else was going to kiss Kelly. Yeah. And now that Kelly is not does not have a role in which anyone kisses her, uh, he says that there is no reason for him to be in the play anymore, and he's going to quit. Yeah. Now, when I was in acting, uh, you did not audition for a part. They didn't unless want. 
Yeah, unless you were willing to take anything. And you actually had to let people know if you would not take uh, other parts. Oh. So, for instance, if you went in there and said, hey, I want to try out for the lead, you had to say, I want the lead or nothing, because then they could give you whatever else they wanted. If you were just like, I'm going to try out for the lead, but I'll take anything, they would put you wherever, unless you said, like, I will take the lead or nothing. Right. So, and if you said i'll take anything you had to take anything there like the worst thing it was always it was considered very poor form to back out of something after you had been cast in it sure simply because you didn't like the role or yeah something. well sure i've done it once i believe in my career and what role is it it was in south pacific um and this is when you're still in school no i'd graduated this was like a professional role down in orange county but i i wasn't living there anymore um, I was living in Azusa, okay, and it. I figured out that it was going to be like a forty-five to fifty-five minute one way. Oh, damn! To go to all rehearsals, yeah. And I went to the first rehearsal and was like, I, I just don't think I can do this commute anymore, and so I backed out. So, but that was the only time that. But did you get like blacklisted or anything from that particular? I bet I probably was, but thing? I never right. you know, would have gone down there right. ever again. But I think I tried out for the lead, and then I just got an ensemble, and I was like, it's not worth it to right to do. So I, you know, it was yeah. Kind but of don't form. they even this comes up in here? Like, don't they have understudies for that reason, or that's just for people who get sick? That's just for people. Wait, they don't have under people. Okay, well, let I me guess tell you about the theater. They don't ca- they don't they don't cast give, two people for they, each part. They do, but not on the off chance that one of them wants to quit right after being cast because because <laughs> there's no one else going to be kissing his girlfriend. Oh, of course, not for that, that exact reason. But I just always thought that they did cast two people for each part. Sure, if someone gets sick, on the off chance that someone right. gets sick one night. Oh, but that's only for like one night. It's not yeah. for like if somebody quits. No, if somebody quits, then they'll usually like recast it um, right. or find someone else for it or something. Right. Sometimes, in a rare instance, the understudy will rise up and become that person, but then they'll have to like recast. They're, like, better? Well, no, I mean because they can't find anyone else. Right. Usually, the person is the understudy because they're they don't want them to do the the. Oh, okay. You know, like on a long term basis, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah. So, so anyway, yeah, he's, he's he's willing to quit. He's willing to quit, but then they go, they freak out. Like they're like, he says, "Look, you you help me get this part. Yeah. I need you." But they're also like, yeah, they're just like Zach. We need you as if there are no other dudes in the school. There are other mm-hmm. dudes in the school. Go ask them. Ask Slater. Ask anyone ask else. Anyone. There are other male people in the school that can play the prince. Mm-hmm. But they're like Zach. Oh my God, we need you. Statistically, I would say forty-eight percent of the people in the school I, are male. That's a good guess. I say that's a good guess. It's pretty accurate. And they could ask any number of any them. Any number of them. Yes. But any no, number Zach, of that forty-eight percent. But Zach, the best actor He's in the, the world, who <laughs> does not care to he, act. He He's the best actor in the world who's just like going to sit back and rest on his laurels. He's just like, I know I'm good at this. I don't need to show you. But he even, when he looks at who who got the part of the prince, he says, I'm the prince. Was there any doubt? Was there any doubt? I mean, come on. It seems these kids just want these parts because it's- For validation. Yeah, for validation. It's like affirming- the school's thoughts of them and yeah. they're by class line. Yes. And it, it always seems to work that way for them. So they convince him anyway, though. They're like, hey, please totally do it. And he's like, okay. So the next day, they're at rehearsal. They're, do, they're in class. Oh, by class. the way, they did have a little conversation, Jesse and he, yes. about, remember the last time we acted together? Second grade. Second grade. So apparently, he's the most amazing actor. He's been in, <laughs> he's been in every... 
Right. Every school play since, since the second, second grade, grade to yeah. wherever we lie in this. He's he's a right. senior, I would guess, at this yes. point. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's been in every single play since then. Right. And she has never been good enough to be cast in one until never. now. Until now. And so... Because that was the last time they acted together. That's true. That is true. So it's like one of them... So this is a real coup for Jesse. Yeah. She's like, come on, you can't fuck this up for me. It's been since second grade that I got <laughs> that the lead I've ever gotten any yeah, part. That I've been on stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so she So, first of all, Tiffany Amber Thiessen Kelly should be very happy for Jesse at this point because, wow. Maybe that is, maybe that is also part of the reason. This is the comeback of the century. Yeah, yeah, maybe that is part of the reason. She's like, no, 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 I'm cool with it. I know you haven't done this in second (laughs) Second grade. grade, Second grade, where you played a turtle, was it? A skunk. Mr. Miss Skunk. (laughs) Oh, boy. So. What play play was that, I wonder? I don't know. Another rapping fairy tale. He says, because he said Mr. Miss Skunk, and then he was like, I remember our lines. Don't worry, honey. It's just the badgers. So, it's like. That's some good drama. Skunks versus Badgers in the play. That was 10 years prior to this, by the way, second grade, right? Yes. Because they're in 12th. Yeah. 1982. Yeah. What was going on in the world? Of course, you have Gorbachev. <laughs> Do you think the play Mr. Gorbachev tear down that the wall. politics of the time? I believe so, yes. East Berlin. It was like a hard, it was like Glengarry Glen Ross, but with skunks. Mm. It was just this real hard hitting shit. Don't worry real about the wordy. Badgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. One can only speculate. Yeah. Uh, he, so the next scene is they are rehearsing in drama class because at mm-hmm. first, like, boom, the class sh- is in there. Sh- yes. Boom, boom, boom. Yep. By the way, in, uh, during the auditions, Lark Voorhees, I don't know her character's name and I never will. Lisa. Lisa Turtle. Nope. I don't care. Lisa Turtle. <laughs> Speaking of Turtle. Yeah. Um, but, uh, she, in the middle of her audition, uh, freestyles a rhyme about not wanting to kiss Screech. Otherwise, oh, no, she's that's going to end. throw up. That's at the very end. At the very wait, uh, the, no, no, no. She does it in the auditions. She does. Maybe you missed it. Yeah, she's auditioning to be the princess, to be Snow White, right? And Screech is auditioning to be the prince, and oh, he's, I don't remember he's that. about to kiss her, and she freestyles a rhyme about if Screech kisses me, I'm gonna throw up, yes, and then yeah, she yeah, yes. runs off. Of course, off, of course. Which I think, good thing she didn't get the role, right? You know, she's not. She she has no commitment to to this role yes. at this point. Well, it just would have been the, a case the if audition. she would have quit. Like, Zach was quit. She would have just been like, oh, I'm well, cast, Screech but Screech is the guy, the so prince? I quit, no. so yeah, I don't I quit. have to kiss him. Yeah. Yeah, so. but that's, the kiss is what's, th- that's the whole episode. The whole episode is all about the kiss. Now, it's I remember, like, who doesn't want to do it, who does want to do it, yeah. it's like all about this kiss. I remember when I was 14 and in my first high school drama class, mm-hmm. um, I'd done a couple plays as a youth. Sure. Um, but As a youth. <laughs> but this is uh, as a youth from my cousin sure. Vinny. <laughs> um, but this is the first like real acting class I'd kind of taken. Right. Even at 14. Though, at 14. So okay. I'm in my high school drama class and I'm assigned a kissing scene mm-hmm. with um, a girl who, with whom I'd been friends with. Um, I remember Holly. She, she actually was very, very pretty, but I... It, it, you know, anytime I watch one of these types of shows, like Say by the Bell, where Zach and Jesse talk about how they've been friends forever, you know, and right. it's like, well, you two are v- very symmetrical, uh, beautiful people. Right. You should be boning should 23 be out of the 24 hours yeah, yeah, of the yeah, day. Totally. Uh, I don't believe it. But, 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 you know, actually, as I'm recounting the story, it, 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 uh, it has some truth. I mean, she was very, very pretty, but we were just friends. Right. And I, I got this scene where I was supposed to kiss her. 
and it was very awkward and we did the scene in front of the whole class and i was just like oh i can't imagine uh a 14 year old guy i just was like and just like the most awkward kiss or whatever and the teacher was like cut 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 Okay, class. Well, we have a kissing scene. I mean, for real? Yeah. He's like, so, Scott, you were very uncomfortable during that kiss, weren't you? And I was like, I guess so. He's like, it's no big deal. When you're an actor, you're going to have to kiss people. Oh, this is my worst. I hadn't even had a real kiss at 14. Right. Yeah. uh, I didn't didn't even have my first kiss for real with a dude until I was 15. Okay. Like a month before I turned 16. Wow. Yeah. So this would have been terrible for you. Yeah. I wouldn't have. Myself, I had a lot of experiences. Oh, cool. Okay. But but not on stage. Um, See, no. So he he calls up like the best actor who's like the best looking guy in the class. Right. the Zach um, of your class, yeah, if the you Zach will. of our class, and he's like, "Hey, go down there and show Scott how it's done." No, and so he goes. He's like, "Huh," and he goes down there and he like says a couple of the lines, and he just like, you know, kisses her. Um, but like for real, yeah, for French real, just like, like I don't know what he did, but okay. So and then it's like, see, that's how easy it is. That's no. when you're an actor, you're just gonna have to kiss people. Now here's the weird subtext of all of this. Um, the teacher was pretty secretly gay right and would constantly be like calling me into his office <sighs> and then like kissing me on the neck and telling me are you fucking like, kidding what, what a great actor i was gonna be right <gasps> and i being 14 i had no idea what was going on i was right. just like i knew it was weird but i like didn't think at the time of like oh i should report this guy or anything like that right. it was just like oh, okay mr brody weirdo and then like you sort of plant it down in your subconscious and like years later go oh that was super fucked up he's a secretly gay guy anyway and the actor that he called was also in the closet yeah and they were constantly like going into the office as well for like hours at a time and so so and this kid was also 14 no this kid was older he was like 16 or 17 or something like that well and you know i have a lot of empathy for all all the guys that i was in high school drama with because actually the the majority of them were gay sure and this is the mid 80s and just no no one oh yeah and i don't have i'm just not i'm not like i don't care about his gayness i care about 14 but the teacher the teacher was like a real weirdo yeah um and so uh, in any case, but I just thought it was like, in retrospect, it's like the homosexual teacher saying to the to the best actor in the class who also happens to be gay, right. hey, go down and kiss that girl. Yeah, there isn't anything to it. Yeah, exactly. Them. He's not going to be weird about it because yeah. he's not going to get an accidental boner or anything. <laughs> yes. I mean, or an course. intentional one. Yes. Yes. No I tried boners. to get a boner. <laughs> I was trying so hard it didn't work. to get a boner. Anyway, but yeah, so I this this the story, this plot just really spoke to me. Because yeah, of, uh, that's correct. Well, that actually answers my next question because I was going to say, my, I, as I was watching it, because in the rehearsal, the teacher is really. Em- I didn't think that happened in real. I never, but I didn't take a lot of drama classes. You didn't think that people. The teacher was so harping on the kiss. Well, no, the teacher. I mean, in front of everyone, like being like, "You guys, this kiss sucks. Like, you got to kiss better." Yeah, at one point he says, uh, "Zach, Jesse, I'd like to have a little chat about the kiss." Yes. 
so like after after class, which right. I thought he was just gonna whip it out, and yeah. start just like <laughs> well, right. spurting in both of their faces. That's or what something. he leads you to believe. That's why I'm sitting here going, "Oh, that would never happen." And then you just told a story where it's like, "No, that kind of happens," and like that's crazy. Yeah, because apparently there was there was no heat to this kiss. Yeah, he. That's the thing is the teacher throughout this episode. The teacher is like. Y'all have to French harder for well, us. No, you're saying it's weird. I'm saying it's weird too. My right, teacher it, was a weirdo. But, but it's still, I, I was thinking it's weird. Like that would never happen. And you're like, oh no, that totally happened. Well, a weirdo would. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy that happened to you. Yeah. So what happened in the way that, did you, so when the guy, the guy he got to come demonstrate how mm-hmm. to kiss is done, then he's like, so do what that guy did. And then you had to kiss her again in front of everybody. I think I did. I, I blocked it out at this right. point. I don't oh, really remember. Oh man, that I think, is rough. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, and then he... And why is it on you? What if the girl's a shitty kisser? Well, I mean, I think I was just, like, super nervous right, right. about it. But then then he got a girlfriend, this the actor. Yeah. Um, and he would write the lyrics to Smith's songs. It's not like any other love. This one is different because oh, it's us. The, you mean the song about gay dudes <laughs> being in love? Oh, but how she, romantic. I remember she, yeah, she, that was one of her most prized possessions was this poem that he transcribed for her. Right. He didn't say he'd claim he'd written it oh, or okay, anything. I was about was to say, like, I'll go back in time and fight that guy. <laughs> but it was just that. like, yeah. And Aww. we were all kind of like, I'm pretty sure he's gay. That's not, that was me. That would be me. I would be the girl being like, he's not gay, you guys. He's totally my boyfriend. He just really mm. likes Morrissey like I do. Yeah. No, no. And that's not to say that anyone who likes Morrissey is I Well, mean, right. Come on. But I mean, in high, I didn't know any straight dudes in high school that liked him. My best friend in high school was this guy, Nathan, and he lived in my neighborhood, and he was the only other guy I knew who liked Depeche Mode and Morrissey. We would mm-hmm. listen to them all the time. And I didn't, at the time, to- I wasn't into him or anything, but I just was like, I didn't know what gay was. I was like right. 12 and 13. And, and almost then, no one was apparently. Yeah. Because like, even, well, my mom knew later, like a couple years later, my mom said something casually about it. Mm-hmm. Just like, and I was like, well, what does that mean? And she's just like, yeah, Nathan doesn't like girls. Right. And I was like, what? Like, I just didn't so, know what So, wait, it your friend actually was gay? Yeah, that... he was, like, later, oh, he didn't okay. come out until he, he was, like, out. you know, 25 That or was really but... the one of the weirdest parts about high school drama um, is not only was everyone in the closet, but they were making fun of the other gay yeah. people for being gay. Yes. Like, that was a, that was a common thread. Yeah, to, like, hide was, their gayness. They were, yeah, like, I remember one of my really good friends um, was constantly talking, like, I remember we... We once went up to Hollywood to go to, um, what is that called on Santa Monica and and the French Square or French? The French Market? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Right across, you mean right across yeah, the street? Yeah, right over there. I'm... Yeah. So you know how, like, I don't know if you've ever been there, but, oh, but yeah. back in the 80s, you know, like, they had a little shop that had, uh, like, records that were, like, Judy Garland oh, records and do. stuff. They still do. Yeah, yeah. It's still yeah, so, and, and like, movie posters and stuff. And it's, you know, kind of a gay hangout place. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And, um... You know, I remember we we made it all all the all, all of our friends from high school drama like made a trip up mm-hmm. to go to this place, and every one of us was saying like, "Oh, who wanted to come here? They must be gay, right?" Um, and uh, the one guy who kind of had suggested was like, "What? I just like Judy Garland records, and there's a whole bunch of them here, but I'm right. not gay." Right. But like every uh, later. You come to find out, like, every single person in that car, I guess, but me, was gay and was sniping at the other people for being gay. Just, it's a, it's a terrible, I know it is. It's a terrible, it's such a sad situation because at that point we didn't have, um, you know, like, who is it from my so called life, you know, who's just kind of like um, out. Wasn't it Ricky? Yeah, Ricky from my so called life Mm -hmm. who was just like, 
just out and that and and providing a positive role yeah, model. Yeah, there really wasn't any. Now that I'm thinking about, there's like, no one. I mean, there's no one TV in, shows. No one. No here. one in there's by no the one Bell. on like you know Family Ties or anything. There's yeah. no one on. Growing there's just Pains. no positive role models in the '80s for for gay people, and so you know, no one has the kind of. No one until they get to college or even beyond had right. just felt comfortable, you know, coming out. So right. it's just like a terrible kind of situation at the time. No, it totally was. I don't know why we got off track. How on this. Did, oh, because we were kissing. just talking about your weird drama teacher. Well, because oh, yeah. I was. No, that guy's weird. See, yeah. I, I don't mean to conflate. No, I, I'm with you. That's why I wanted to make sure when I was going, ooh, gross, it wasn't because he's gay. It's because you were 14. Yeah, 14, you shouldn't be kiss kissing my nose. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a weirdo. And that, and that is Which, another... by the way, my my high school was like a hotbed for did teachers. Did you go to like a performing arts high school specifically? I did my senior year, but this oh. wasn't there. Oh, okay. um, this was just a normal high school, Cypress High School. But it, right. it seemed like a hotbed for teachers trying to fuck students. Really? Because one, my, my junior high science teacher who then taught high school was arrested um, for having like a four-year-long relationship with one of his students. That mean four years long makes me think it started. Well, I guess it could have yeah. started when they were senior. I, I think he might have. Or was it like freshman through senior year? I think he might have started in junior high and then started <gasps> teaching in high school because he was like followed like followed her. Oh my god! Um, and and then today they're, they're married. Are they still together? Well, there's other stories, by the way, from that high school of like students marrying teachers and all this kind of stuff. So anyway, just like a bunch of weirdness going on. Wow! There. How did yeah. you remain unmolested in this high school other than by the thing? Well, I don't. Well, I mean, I, I semi feel <laughs> <laughs> assaulted by that teacher. And this is another era too, where I feel like, and even when I was in school, it was a kind of thing like you said, like today that guy, no question, that go to go to jail would go to oh, jail. Oh yeah, and I, I but think, back well, then it kind of it was. It was like, well, he's just kind of weird. It's like. Kind of Whatever. Plus, he can't be gay. Right. There are no gay people. There are no gay people in the world. So yeah. he's and he had a, a wife. He was married. Right. And, you know. Yes. So, but yeah, I mean, but I don't. I don't even know if like people, if kids these days, like say there was a fourteen-year-old kid out there right now who that was happening to. You don't think they'd know to report it? Would they know to report it? I don't know. Anyway, the moral of this is. Something weird happens. Tell someone about if it. If you see something, say something. <laughs> yeah. That's the moral of this podcast. Let the world be your airport. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is crazy. But yeah, I had a couple of... There was a coach in my school that dated a student. Wait, but was, was it Craig T. Nelson? It was Craig T. Nelson. He was a teacher in my school. No, but it was... He was super young. Like He, it was, he right. was like 22. It was his first job out of college. And he. I remember the day he came to teach because all the girls... He was hot. Muscle Ooh, guy. Like muscles. All the girls were like, oh my God, have you Including had coach so-and-so? You. No, I was actually like, no, whatever. Because I was super alternative in high mm-hmm, school. I'm like, mm-hmm. if he doesn't look like Morrissey, who cares? Right. Um, Did your friend look like Morrissey, by the way? The guy who likes no, Morrissey? Nathan did he dress didn't. like him? No, he was a He was like kind of the screech of our school. He was kind of a dork. I tried dressing like Morrissey. In high school, I dressed like Morrissey. I did personally. I was like out there looking for cardigans in yeah. um, thrift stores, just trying to find the right the one, one from like the Hatful of Hollow era or oh, something. See, I was dressing like I was wearing like blazers and button downs. I and got there. Up jeans I finally got Martins. to Ducky. Yeah, I finally like started dressing like Ducky because that that um, I love it. I love it because I I got into the Smiths actually because. Of please 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 let me get what I want oh, was sure. on the Pretty in Pink soundtrack, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like, "This is the greatest song on this soundtrack. This is awesome." Yeah. And also that part 
where it's played in Pretty in Pink, where Ducky is super sad and he's yeah. throwing cards into a it's hat. It's like so perfect. That's how he felt all the time. Right. Right. <laughs> so, no, that was me as like a girl because I was right. like the girl version of always just being friends with the dudes I right. liked and shit. Totally. So I was like, oh, there's a band who will sing songs that are just about how I feel constantly. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. So that's why I got into the Smiths. So totally. Then, so then I started trying to dress like him. But without, you know, I'm in Orange County without, you know, any kind of store selling anything like that. Right. So all I all I could find were like old lady sweaters. I'm like, well, perfect though. What is that thing in his ear? Oh yeah, like hearing the hearing aid, aid thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I if I had known, I would have been out there looking for a hearing aid. Right. You know? But I also was like looking for a ducky bolo tie for a long you time. Couldn't find a bolo tie. Couldn't in find Orange a bolo. County? Couldn't find a bolo tie anywhere. I one time went to church wearing because bolo ties have like a jewel in it, and then the strings. Yeah. I went to. Or like church turquoise. wearing like a like my mom's jewel brooch instead of a tie. Did people at church freak and out? People were like making fun of me, rightly so. I'm sure, sure. Um, but it still kind of looked like like something that Molly Ringwald would have worn in Pretty in Pink right. or something. So it was still kind of alternative and cool. I was kind of trying to look perfect. like someone in The Simple Minds or something like God, that. God, we would have been best friends <laughs> in high school. Were we not so far apart totally, in age? Which I only just found out, by the way, but we would have been best friends. But yeah, so I ended up dressing more like Ducky, where the suit jacket and bullet... I finally found a bullet tie in Stockton, California when I was up there for a speech competition. I went to the mall and found a, a speech competition, or found a speech competition, found a bullet tie. was at the mall. <laughs> no, but when I got to Stockton, this is 1985, I'm 15. Right. I get to Stockton, California, um, and it's at, the, I guess, the University of Stockton, or I'm not sure what school it was at. I, I, don't, don't, know. I don't know what's up I've there. only been to Stockton once, funnily enough, to see Morrissey, but that was like two years ago. Okay, so I get there, um, and we all have our own hotel rooms. It's a very adult trip and stuff. Right. And we get to the school where the speech competition is being held at, and someone is out there blasting uh, How Soon Is Now. <sighs> out of their car Did you I'm take like, it as a sign like this I'm gonna is win fucking this competition college. Yeah. this is it this is where I belong right. college where you can play Morrissey yeah. and the Smiths as loud as you want and oh everyone's like oh my god totally so then um, I met this girl at this speech competition and because I was so good at speech it transcended my nerdiness sometimes where right. like girls would be interested in me because of the talent part of it um, and so this girl was like kind of we were hanging out a lot together and I remember being 15 I was like, I wonder if I'm going to have sex now. <laughs> well, I was did like you? kind of confused about what that would, how right. it would go about or what would happen. I was like, I don't know. We're hanging out all the time together. I wonder if we're going to have sex. I had a hotel room. I was yeah, like, Oh my God, that's super I adult. Like, I don't know how to do this or like how, how to anyway. So instead I went out looking for a bolo tie so I could wear it to impress her. Found one at the yeah. mall in Stockton. And then um, halfway through this trip, she started avoiding me and hanging out with a different guy. And you think it, do you think it was the bolo tie? I don't think it was the bolo tie. I remember once I dyed my hair uh, too dark. It kind of came out black. Right. And a girl I'd been seeing never saw me again after, she, after that one time where I came to her house and I had kind of, kind of too that dark black hair. That was it for hair. her? And that was the last time we ever dated. So she just never I, talked to you. I again. blame the no. I've, I I still talk to her, but I blame oh. the black hair. Right. I blame that. it on the black hair. Yeah. Sure. There is nothing because my skin's too pale. Like I'm not goth. Right. Like you. 
My skin's too. <laughs> my this skin's is natural. <laughs> my this skin 100% is 100 percent now. Is born goth. <laughs> born goth. I was born goth. You need a t-shirt. I mean, this is Listeners, totally true. Send April a born goth t-shirt. Yeah, please. totally. I was like, I really was. Like, my real dad has jet black hair and pale skin. Yeah, I think it's black Irish. I had to dye my hair for the Sarah Silverman show the first time I did that show. Did you just dye black? I had to dye black because Sarah thought that the part I was playing would have black hair. I think she even admits now that there was no reason for me to <laughs> dye my hair black. Wanted to see you with black hair. Well, it was the, it was the part of this police captain um, or FBI uh, chief or something. And I remember John Hamm, before he was on Mad Men, and I both um, auditioned for it, and I got it. Right, but I right. think I think that he like he's so manly that I think uh, Sarah. In my mind, I think Sarah thought that he looked the part, but I gave a better audition. Right. So she so it's was like trying, trying to, get... to make you look like <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, yeah dye your hair black. That's that's a thing that John Hamm has. So like, if you look at me from that show, if you watch that episode, it's like I have inexplicably just like black hair, right. and it has no goth bearing cop. on the part or anything. That's the thing. Know. Let's write goth cop. Goth cop. <laughs> I'm also super, I think, overweight at the time. Anyway. What? Yeah. I don't remember. I know that. we've gotten wildly off subject, uh, but. <laughs> Um, um, so, okay. So, uh, meanwhile, back at Back in fake Bayside, high school. yeah. Yeah, Bayside High School. Um, well, you've already... We can skip over the teacher thing because you already nailed it. Like, I didn't think that was a thing. It is a thing. The teacher's obsessed with their kiss. And so, these guys are like, we need to practice the kiss. Yeah. And Zach... Zach's very reticent. Yeah, because Jesse's like, look, we gotta just... We gotta rehearse. And he goes, I think that's called making out, Jesse. Which, by the way, the year that this was made, I have to say, Elizabeth Berkeley is by far the hottest thing on the show. Oh, you show. think so? At the, this particular year? See, opinions vary. I have a lot of Kelly dudes that are Kelly fans. First of all, I I think she's... And this is... You were saying the last season. Yeah. They, You know, everyone is kind of aging at different rates. I yeah, think they she, did age. she looks like... Five years older than everyone. Oh yeah, she's a she looks like a grown woman, and she is the best actor on this show. You think so? Yeah, she's yeah. like the one the one person on this show who has some kind of like spark to it and right. is it professionalism and right. is actually saying the lines. Professionalism. <laughs> hey, she's preparing for Showgirls. She knew what was to come. It's interesting. I did not know that. I always kind of I had heard you know I've seen Showgirls many times, right? Way more times than I've seen Saved by the Bell. I always just kind of assumed oh Elizabeth Berkeley's maybe was the joke of the no she was she's she the was star of this show. Yeah, I, I was about to say she's apparently the glue holding it together but zach doesn't want to kiss her because yeah he's like that's making out we can't do it and she's like no it's called acting she says it's called acting zach yes and then she proceeds to lie down flat mm-hmm. on her back and then he just kisses her they, yeah, don't, they, they don't do any lines leading up to it no or lines, following it no it just like yeah. it's called acting zach lies down yeah kiss and then so they just they do start making out and they're doing it like they so do it furiously. so hard that we need to cut to commercial yes and they don't hear lisa walk in lisa walks into well, the room when, when we come back from commercial they're still kissing oh and then that's when lisa walks to, in i was saying that i i think that they had sex yeah you were like they the totally cameras. fucked during commercial because after they're done kissing they're both like out of breath they're both like <laughs> oh my god what's such a good kiss what just happened fuck? yeah it's they're like way too into it yeah so then they start talking about just like oh it's weird that we're so into it and then they the next scene is that they're in jesse's room rehearsing yeah they're well jesse the, the next scene girls. is Jess. yeah oh is that jesse's room I, yeah they didn't establish jesse's into the cure she and was? there's a cure poster and um a batman poster I've, t- I've talked about their rooms a few times because it is so haphazard. Like, the writers are like, yeah, whatever the kids are into. Well, that's what I wanted to bring up to you, or what I wanted to ask, is these kids all seem to be dressed exactly alike. Yeah. And yet they all 
are supposedly different types. Right. So Elizabeth Berkeley, they call her like an egghead. She's supposed to, she's like the valedictorian and also a feminist. At one point, uh, Jesse says to, he, or at several points, he says, hey, preppy, even though they're dressed identically. Yeah. Except um, the only thing with Slater is he just never has sleeves on his shirts. Well, at that point, he did have sleeves oh, and was did? dressed identically to Zach when okay. he's like, hey, preppy. I'm like, well, who are you calling preppy? You guys look alike. <laughs> then later he, well, he wears muscle tees. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, they all seem to be exactly yeah. the same person, but... There's not, like, weird... There's no goth. There's no, like, alternative kid. There's no... But Jesse likes The Cure. So, I guess... So she's based kind of on her posters. Like, she never talks about it or listens to them, but, like, the poster in her... She has a Cure poster hanging in her room. Okay. And she's brainy, supposedly. She's brainy. She's a brainy feminist into The Cure. Okay. But, yeah, so it's her, Kelly, and Lisa rehearsing at her... In her room, and it's my favorite is when they go... You know, they rap a couple lines to each other, and Kelly goes... We're getting there. We're getting there. That yeah. was the best. Yeah. We're getting there. <laughs> yeah. We really are. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lark Voorhees as the mirror. Is that her name? Lark Voorhees? Is, she yeah, has, Lark she Voorhees. She has Jason Voorhees' Yes, that's last a name. real last that's name. Creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a real last name. So Lark Voorhees is like, yeah, we're getting there. And then. Well, she's she, just like, she's the mirror. She doesn't have anything to do. She's yeah. just like standing there in between the two of them. She's just standing there, but they. When, like, after they do their brief thing, Kelly goes, Kelly becomes fixated on the kid. Kelly's like, Jesse, how's the kids coming along? How's that kiss coming? What's up with the kids and Zach? Well, she's a professional at this point. She's just like, knows that it won't mean anything. She's like, how's the kids coming along? I know you guys are having trouble with the kiss. She's real eager to talk about it, though. She wants to talk about it. Like, real eager to talk about it. With no jealousy. Zero percent jealousy. Zero jealousy. She's just like, no, the kiss is going okay. What Mm -hmm. about the kiss? She just says kiss like 15 times Mm -hmm. in a paragraph. And that's when Jesse's like, oh my God, it's fine. It doesn't mean anything. Like the classic guilty TV thing of, I'm not guilty at all. I swear. It's fine. Yeah. Please. Yes. Do not think I am guilty. Yes. Even though I speak very fast. Just because I'm talking like this doesn't mean I'm guilty. And so Kelly's like, yeah, so Kelly, no, it's not a big deal. She's like, it's fine. I'm going to go get some sodas. Yeah. To which uh, Jesse replies, oh, bring me one Zach. <laughs> I mean back. Which nobody even says bring me one back. I think Freudian slips actually did not exist. I don't think Freud is, Dr. Freud was a real person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that they just started writing them on TV sitcoms and they needed, and they like, needed like justification. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. They're like, oh, let's invent some fake this, doctor. This doctor said it. Well, also, if you were to go right now and go, I'm going to go in the kitchen and get a drink, I'd go, cool, bring me one. Or I'd go, can I have one or bring I would never say, bring me one back. Yeah, I guess that's, that's true. That's never a thing somebody says. You're Bring not going on a back. road trip. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Some, I don't know. I, I don't like that part of it. Okay, you don't like the syntax of yeah, the sentence. Yeah, nobody says, bring me one back. So she says, bring me one, Zach, um, <laughs> to which Kelly thinks nothing of it. Yeah, she just goes, whatever. Now, the next scene is they're back in the hallway. They're back at school. Slater comes up and says, we hi. forgot the quizzical looks at the end of that scene. Oh, yeah, that's right. S- where they all stare off in the camera and kind of go, oh, I don't know. <laughs> As your acting teacher taught you day one. Oh, yeah. That's how you act. So they're back in the high school, the hallway in the high school. Slater comes up to, to Jesse and is like, hi, mama. And she's just hi, like. mama. He says mama twice He says show. mama, which I trip. I've talked about that in a few episodes because I'm like, no teenager ever called their girlfriend mama. Like, that's creepy and weird. But don't you think it's uh, a Latino thing? <laughs> I honestly do. I think it's a cultural thing. It is to call your girlfriend or your wife mama? I think so. Even I mean, at like I, I wouldn't know. 17? I, I think, well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I just thought, it's if you heard somebody in high school say that, you'd be like, what? That's gross. So then he goes, Hi, mommy. Hi, <laughs> puppy. 
Don't you think? I don't know. I, I don't know. Not, hey, I'm, I'm, I, I not would that. not care to speculate. I did not hear that in high school, so I don't know. So he goes, do you want to go to lunch at the Max? Which, first of all, What's this the is... Max? The Max is their, like, neighbor... The Max I could talk to you about for four hours, but okay. I'll just tell you it's do their they, hangout. Do they sell Big Macs? They, no, it's just the Max M-A-X, mm-hmm. because the guy who do ran it was Big a magician. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who ran it was a magician what? named Max. Yeah. Who he who used who, to run it? Yeah, who would like do magic at their table? Wait, wait you said he he he's ran not on, it? Yeah, because he was only on like the first couple seasons, and now he's not anymore. But they still go to the max all the time. And the way he just phrased that made it think it, this campus is real loose. Like you can just go out to lunch. Well, may, you know one thing. Um, by the way, in in your senior year mm-hmm. at my school, you were allowed to go out to lunch. You were, yeah. So all seniors could go out to lunch. Yeah, could go, could leave campus for for oh, lunch. Oh, you hour. totally couldn't. Have mind. So we went to Del Taco every day. Yes, I or got Foster's caught. Freeze. Yeah, I we couldn't, and I did once with my friend Jeremy. We got caught, and we got in school suspension Ooh, for going out to lunch. Trying how to go did to that Wendy's your at life? lunch. Do you think you're more I, of a I, failure yes, because I of learned, that? No, I'm a better. Per- I learned my lesson. Oh, very good. I changed my ways. <laughs> Everything's been you, on the up wherever and up. you're at. W- come lunchtime, you stay there. I stay put. I know better than to leave the. Area. You don't even eat. I don't eat. Nope. Let someone bring food Lest to you. Let the campus cop catch me <laughs> as we're driving in, which is what happened. So. They, she's like, what? No, I got to rehearse. She acts super weird. She does. She's like, uh, I got to rehearse. Oh yeah. Because the dorks are trying to follow her around and she's like, leave me alone, you dorks. Right. And then, then Slater comes in and is like, Hey, let's go out to eat at the max. She's like, dorks get in here. And they immediately, like you could kind of tell that screech was kind of crouching just off stage yes like because he's ready because he's right ready in. to cut yeah, 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 yeah like he's he hits his mark but she has, she clearly is guilty but she acts like all weird so he's like okay and then he goes to max by himself where zach is sitting he's eating by himself coolest mm-hmm. kid in school sitting at a table eating by, eating himself. by himself certainly see so slater comes sits down and he goes hey is something wrong with jesse that's huh? zach what? does a classic spit take yeah classic. total spit take <laughs> then he goes what what do you mean like nothing's wrong and Slater but here's my thing with this because Slater immediately goes do you think there's another guy mm-hmm. so that there's means- only one other guy other than the dorks in the show that's well, Zach but it's also in lo- like he goes he goes hi Jesse how's it going she acts weird to him for like one second yeah. and he's like oh my god she's oh my god she's on me. fucking someone else <laughs> Like, He's an insane person. Yes. Yeah. She could just be having a bad day. She could have failed a test. Like any number yeah. of things. But he's like, oh my God, she's clearly cheating on me. Add to his insanity. He does. Apparently he is has some sort of, he falls on the autism spectrum somewhere. Slater where, does? Where he cannot see that if someone does a spit take, that they are acting abnormally. Yes. Yes. He, he totally is just <laughs> like, He's unable oh, cool, to recognize anyway. spit takes. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because he doesn't mention it at all. Like, nope. he's like, yeah, anyway, so is Jesse cool? Like, you'd go, are you okay? Are you okay? What's going on? You like, just spit out your drink. Yeah, you yeah, spit totally. out your drink, which is leading me to believe that you're the guy. Something that is up. Yeah. yeah, but no, he's just like, oh, yeah, anyway. um, So it's weird that Jesse is totally cheating on me. And then that's when Zach's like, what? She totally isn't. Like, just let me keep an eye on her. And he's like, no, no, no. I know the best way to find out if she's cheating on me. Get in this play. I got to get in this play. But you hate acting, Slater. Yes. yes. Which is evident throughout the entire episode. <laughs> You're living it. You're living that <laughs> motto of I hate acting. Yeah, but it's also, I love how he thinks, if he thinks he's cheating on her, like, 
there are other times in the day like why does he just think it's somebody in the play first like, of all just open communication places. talk to yeah. talk to your Oscar. significant other yes are say hey there's me? something I feel weirdness between us you, you know you can very, tell me anything very brief weird answer to one question mm-hmm. so now I, I need to ask are you cheating are on you me? cheating on me <laughs> the, you know the irony she is. She is. That you know, it turns out. In the heart. With her best friend. She's so, lusted in her heart after Zach. It's true, and that's one of the commandments mm-hmm. that he just broke. Mm-hmm. She broke. So, so he's, he, he joins, the. you then cut to them rehearsing yeah. this play with... But he jumps in. He jumps on stage. So that also means he went to the drama teacher to be like, I need you to write me a part. I like to think that he just jumped on stage and that oh, the okay. drama teacher sees anyone who jumps on stage is like, well, you're beating at my own game. Yeah. I guess he's in the play. <laughs> That's the one technicality. Right. He's just like, okay, if anyone I guess jumps you're on stage, you, you can you're be cast. in the yeah. That's all it takes. So he jumps on stage and says, guess what? I'm the eighth dwarf or dork. Yeah. But, then, but he's he, like studly. Studly. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like the hot dork. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So he jumps in and is like, what's up? I'm the eighth dork. And then that's when, um, you know, every it's like record scratch style. Like when they go to kiss, they won't. They look around. They and look like, around. We can't they do see it because everyone wants to see them kiss. Because, yeah. because we, one thing we didn't mention is Jesse confessed to Kelly. Uh, yeah, but Kelly still didn't like believe it. She didn't believe it or so, which yeah. is very weird because she yeah. comes right out and confesses and says, "Oh, by the way, I kissed Zach. Um, it was a real kiss." Yeah. She says, "But we it, we don't mean it. I'm sorry." Yeah, and Kelly's and like, Kelly's All like. Right. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, and then it doesn't go. That's doesn't weird. register with her. She's yes. also autistic, where yeah. she cannot hear the truth being said <laughs> right to her face. So anyway, they're about to kiss in this play, mm-hmm. and everyone comes out on stage and wants to see because everyone's like, Slater's like, ooh, what's going on with this right. kiss? Um, Lark Voorhees. Yeah. Uh, she's Love her name. She's like, ooh, what's going on with this kiss? And then also Kelly's like, ooh, what's going on with this kiss? <laughs> They can't do it. He's about to do it. it. He can't do it. So it just stops. And then I guess they, they walk quit. Off stage. Yeah, because the next scene is they're in Belding's office. You cut to Belding's office and he says, when the drama teacher told me, I couldn't believe it. And I thought he was talking about, you two wouldn't kiss on yes, stage. Yes, But yes. no, apparently they quit the show with two days to go. Right. And so he's telling Zach and Jesse... Like they're like, yeah, we had to quit. We had to quit because of this kiss because we really like each other. And then it becomes this weird meeting where the principal is like giving them love advice. Well, the principal says, and this is a direct quote. He says, "You mean that you two are falling for each yes. other?" I wrote that down too because, like, what? That's so weird. He's super into like you're the pr- these yeah. affairs of the heart. Yes, yes. And so he's like, and then he tells them a story about like being into his friend. Well, and he for, basically yeah. says, "Y'all got to kiss again." Well, yeah, he says. He tells the story. He goes, you know what? This is reminding me of a story of when I was in high school. I had a friend. Right. And I thought that I was maybe falling in love with her. And they go, well, what'd you do? He says, well, I kissed her. And they go, what did she do? She slugged me. Yes. And then everyone laughs. And then he says, "I, but I had to kiss her to find out if it was really love. Guys or women, that's this not, is not a lesson to no, learn. that's not good advice. It's not good advice. Mm-mm. You can't just go around kissing people nope. to try to own them. Nope. If and you also, think you're in love with someone. Yeah, that's also not, that's a real loose test of love. Like if they just don't punch you, they're in love with you. By the like, way, you no. can be in love with someone 
and they can be a bad kisser. Yes, yes, it is true. <laughs> it's definitely true. Like, that's not a rock-solid test of love. But please, don't go around just don't. kissing people to don't try to it. see if you're in love with them. And then if they kiss back going, oh, well, we're in love now. Yeah. Because that's not, also it's, not how it works. No, it's no good. So He also talks about how there's a million dorks who have bought tickets. This is where he talks about this. <laughs> yes, he goes, you guys can't quit. Dorks from all over town are coming to see it. It's mm-hmm. sold out. It's sold out. So many dorks. <laughs> this is a, a cash cow oh, for the school. I forgot that my thing was my... Um, okay, sorry. I forgot my text thing was on. But yeah, I don't... But the also, it's like... So the audience for this play is going to be exclusively dorks? Exclusively dorks, I guess, with a lot of disposable income. Are their parents going to be turned away? Like, you guys can't get in. It's only dorks. It's sold out. Well, you know, dorks. The parents of the actors can't even get in. I bet they hacked into the system and got all the the tickets. Then, of course, they did. They know how to hack. You know, their uh, ticketing system probably doesn't have the CAPTCHA. That's right. (laughs) The Ticketmaster has. That hasn't been invented yet. Buy a dork. (laughs) Right. That's right. Isn't that ironic? Yes, it is. Dorks are just keeping each other from hacking into things. Keeping each other in check. So, yeah. So, Belding doesn't want to have to refund any dork money, any dork dollars. (laughs) Some dork dough. (laughs) So, he's like, guys, what, what you have to do... Is you got to get together and start and just start fucking each other, so and you'll that figure I can it keep out. My dork money and this play can still go on as planned. What a weird plan! Yeah. from Belding. <laughs> Here's okay. Let's do a scene where I'll be Belding and you be you be Zach and Jesse. Right, and this is this. how it, this is how it actually. All would, right, would yeah, play Mr. Out. Belding, we we can't. So you guys quit the play? Yeah, we can't do the play because we don't want to okay. kiss. <laughs> Why did he send you to my office? Okay, but just say know. that we get to the part where he's like, hey, we're actually in love. and we Okay, okay, okay. let's cut to that. Just okay. say for some reason he he yeah. has nothing better to do with, on this particular okay, day. Yeah, we had to quit the play because like, we might be in love, so mm-hmm. we can't kiss in, in it. Okay, well, um, <laughs> what do you want me to do about this? <laughs> I mean, I think you're... I'm not sure what I answer think, you're looking for for me. I think you're supposed to give us advice or something. Wear condoms if you're going to have sex. <laughs> Or else you have to go to another school <laughs> for I your totally, senior year yeah, like while the, you're pregnant. The pregnant girl school. Yeah. We totally had that in my city, too. Look, guys, I don't care what you do. But, Mr. Belding, we're looking to you for advice as the principal. I don't care. But we need to kiss more, right? <laughs> Well, he's very into it. Is he this, I love by the that way? First I, meeting. Uh, why did he send you to my office? Why are you guys get here? Please here. go away. Yeah. What? Uh, does he traditionally get this involved yeah, in, in gets, their problems? He goes to like their houses and stuff. Like there's one episode where Zach and Kelly break up and he like goes to Zach's bedroom to like hang out. His bedroom? Hey, Zach. I heard you broke up with Kelly. He orders them pizza and they like have a bro night in his Oh, my goodness. I would love to see a spin-off of him in because jail? <laughs> undoubtedly yeah. he gets that involved with every student. Yeah, he's in jail. And not just the popular ones. The spin-off is to catch a predator. That's the spin-off to Isn't this. Isn't there some sort of talk about him him being kind of creepy to he's the kids? Creepy. I mean, we don't want to cast aspersions or be libelous, but No, I don't know about it during the during this time, but like now in modern times mm. I've seen him in places and it's not great. Mm. It's mm. not great. We can move on. Hey, you know what? We all got to live our lives till the very end, unfortunately. Well said. 
<laughs> it's a long race to death, we all and we to, all hope that we come in last. We all have to age for real like these kids did over the course of this series. <laughs> we all have to age exactly like actors do. As the in years pass, we have to age with them like the cast of this show. Okay. So he says, go out and kiss. Go out and kiss more. They... They get together and they're like, well, I guess Principal Belding wants us to make out yes. to see if it's really love. It's orders from the principal. There's other ways to figure out if you're in love with someone. Nope. No Talk to each other. Nope. Find out if just you have kiss. common interests. Nope. Just kissing. Just but, kiss each other. So they get together. They kiss. Yep. And they go, this is great. I don't feel anything. Not into you at all. I don't like this at all. And so, but while they're doing that, that's when. No, but they say, you know what? I'm so happy I could kiss you. And she goes, well, go ahead, because neither of us will care. Yeah, we won't feel anything. So they kiss. Yeah. That's when. That's when Slater and Kelly walk in, because there you go. They're thinking. We, oh, yeah. They have a weird cheating. scene, by the way, yeah. previous to that. In where the hallway. They, where they say, hey, you know what? I wonder why uh, Zach and Jesse are acting so weird. And they convince themselves. By the way, Kelly, at this point, has been told by Jesse that. To her face. To her face that, hey, I kissed your man. Yeah, and I liked it. And I liked it. Yeah. And she just blank. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't receive that information. But her and Slater do have this weird, they go, you know what? I bet they're just like embarrassed. They're it's, embarrassed yeah. because they think we are mad at them for kissing each other during the play. And right. they're, they think that we are going to think they like each other if they actually kiss we have to go tell them that we don't care. Well, I wrote they... it down because my favorite line is because the way Kelly goes, let's go find them and tell them we understand. Yeah. That just That's struck me. That's some good so... character motivation. Yeah, that was so weird. So excuse me to the director. Excuse me. What is my motivation in this scene? What am I doing? Well, you want to, you're going to go find them and comfort them to like make sure they know that you guys aren't mad at They're them. not going to come to me? No, no, no. You're going to go to them. I'm going to actively pursue them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To tell them what now? That you understand. That, that I understand? Not... Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. I want to tell them that I understand. Yeah, like you're going to go tell them like, hey, we get it. You guys aren't cheating on us. Like, and I I'm going to get up from where I'm sitting right yeah, now yeah. and I'm going to go do that yes. to tell them I understand. Yes. That's what you're going to do. Okay, weird, That's but all right. That's what you to do. All right, are you going to call action or? Go ahead, action. Go ahead, action? Action. Just call action. action. I, I need to get off stage first. You can't call just action while I'm on stage. Kelly, I mean, Tiffany Amber, let's just go. I have a family. I need to get home. Just we all have families. Just do the scene. Just because Action. you have children Tiffany. doesn't make my Action. family any less important than your family. Action, Tiffany. Go. I understand. <laughs> Cut. Yeah, good scene. So they walk in, they walk in on Zach and Jesse and they're they're macking down. Yes. And they're right they walk in right in the middle of it and mm-hmm. then they're like, "No, no, no, you guys were just kissing cuz we don't like kissing so much." Yeah. Like that's a great explanation, yeah. and they're like, "No, no, no, fuck you guys!" Mm-hmm. You, and they, and you're they both go dumped. off. And and uh, Slater says to Zach, "Thanks, friend." Yeah. To which the audience goes, "Ooh, yeah." Them's fighting words. And then, right after they go, "Ooh," uh, we had to rewind it just to make sure someone starts mumbling Somebody in the says audience. Something. Well, because most of the audience is ooing. Aww. One dude is like. Ha, ha, ha. There's like a weird old yeah, man Yeah, one laugh. weird old guy gets his jollies yeah, off by laughing. watching people have arguments. And then at the end, you're right. You go, did somebody say something? We round, And I couldn't tell what it was, but somebody clearly Someone's just like, says words. Hey, do you have a snack in yeah, your purse? Yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. It's somebody it's just talking. It's very weird. Yeah. Okay, so then they go. Zach and Jess, you're like, re- they're like, listen. The next scene is they're getting ready to go out on the stage. They're getting ready to go out, out on opening stage. opening night. The, the acting teacher is... At his peak of overacting. Oh, at this oh point. my God! 
He's turning on his heels every second. It is second. Commedia dell'arte oh, at this point. Totally, totally. Like, he's super clownish. Like, they need to go out on stage, yeah. Principal Belding. Yeah. Because Principal Belding wants to say three sentences about, hey, he's good luck. like a pep talk, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess to the the theater teacher, uh, curtain time is sacred to it's him. It's like the second on yeah, the dot. to the Get second. They need to go out on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's waiting. Oh. Everybody's waiting to hear the same beat for two hours. But, but the actors are all mad. All each those other. dorks are probably furious in the audience if it doesn't start <laughs> right. on time. Our digital watches say 8 p.m. We've synchronized them totally. <laughs> so they everybody goes out, but then Zach turns to Kelly and is like, just remember, stick to our plan. Our plan of re- Turns to Jesse, by the way. Jesse. Kelly. Because oh, Kelly, yeah. Kelly says to, to Zach, break a leg. In fact, break two. Yeah, she's real mean now. She's, for real. yeah. So he says to Jesse... Don't forget our plan. And the plan, I guess, was rewriting the entire rewriting play. Rewriting the entire script, which is not professional. Not professional. And also, you can't do that one night, and nobody else would know. Well, I guess they kind of don't. So everybody well, else has to freestyle. Everyone has, And that's the thing. Everyone else has to freestyle and rhyme while doing it yeah. based on these guys yes. writing their own raps. Yes. So the, I guess we only see like snippets, but I guess they come out and do the entire play differently, and everybody just kind of goes... Uh yeah yes me too and I'm and, but they're amazing in rhyming oh my god they're not they great rappers style. but yeah, they can yeah, actually they can write rhyme. the raps yeah so so Jesse and Zach come out and what the way they changed the plot of Snow White is now that um uh Snow the prince Zach is going to go down and kiss Snow White to wake her up but he says you know what uh I don't think it should be the prince I think it should be one of the dwarves Studley yeah. To which Jesse wakes up. I think this is the magic of theater. She's really asleep, yeah, but it's kind of breaking then, the fourth wall in yeah. the same way that Zach talks to the camera yeah. and the audience uh, earlier on in the piece. So I think it's heavily. In the piece. Yeah, I think it. I think it's seeded throughout the piece that this kind of thing would happen. Yeah. Uh, she turns to Studley and says, "Yes, that's right. I don't like the prince. Um, Studley is the one that I, I want to kiss. kiss." Yeah. And Studley then has to make up a rap about okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna kiss you. Yeah, he does. And then Zach, as the prince says, Snow White's not the girl for me. I like the ha Queen. <laughs> and and uh, the Queen the Tiffany Amber Thiessen comes out, and they they kiss. Yeah, a lot of kissing. And yeah. I guess the dorks in the audience are jerking. They're it. fucking jerking it. <laughs> they got pants down. This is like a Fred Willard <laughs> in a movie theater situation. Totally. Just cranking it. All of the jerks. Watching these beautiful, symmetrical people yes! get off yes! and kiss. Yes. Yes. Beautiful dorks. Just this splash zone it. on stage yeah! of just semen, splash just covered zone. in semen. Holy shit. Yeah, um, and then that's it. I mean, that's like, I will, I do want to say, so that's how it ends. They, oh, by the way, I do want to say that, that Zach. When he raps, and uh-huh. this is something that I've noticed, anytime people who, white people, yes. rap, it's easier to do in a New York City accent. Yeah, I think because they just are trying I think to sound the Beastie tougher. Boys. Well, yeah, I think yeah. the Beastie Boys, and also I guess, you know, Run DMC was from Hollis, Queens. Right. Like, I guess most of the famous hip hop artists up to that point had We're been from totally, NYC. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. anytime any white person had to rap, they would do it in the New York accent. Yeah, they would totally do that. But I want to point out at the end, when um, Jesse is wrapping it up. She, no pun intended. Or it, maybe pun intended. She needs to. She needs to tonight with all those dorks around. She's wrapping the whole thing up and she says, 
She just mispronounces the word confusion, and they didn't do another take. She said confusion. She said confusion? Yes. I didn't even notice it. <laughs> she was like, I know this might have been uh, uh, lots of confusion. Like, <laughs> she, Are you sure she didn't say confusing? No, it, Confu- was, we, it was like, and a lot of confusion. I think that she was trying to say it was very confusing. Nope, it was confusing. I guess we'll never find we'll, out because I'm I'll not watch, watching this again. I'll, we'll play that one line again. I'm not I watching promise. this show ever again, let alone this episode. So that leads us to the end where I say, because normally I go, hey, did you grow up watching this? You clearly never watched it. You were in college and it was on, a grown man getting laid. I was a grown man no just fucking this. blowing loads yeah, dude. <laughs> night just after like, night. Tearing through pussy. Just tearing it. Tearing through Ripping tail up all day. <laughs> yeah. Just like, boom, gotcha. Boom, gotcha. <laughs> boom, gotcha. Getting my tally up. Bolo ties. (laughs) Crushing push all night. (laughs) (laughs) That's what life was like for me. I didn't need this show. That's what life was like. You know what? Gotta admit, a few buttholes along the way. (laughs) (laughs) Got your butthole. (laughs) I like that you just admitted that. I gotta admit it. (laughs) Got it. Tearing up BH2. (laughs) (laughs) BH2. <laughs> is that some sort of chemical compound? BH comma two. Oh, In- as well. Yes. BH as well. <laughs> BH <laughs> So it's two parts hydrogen. One part One part booty <laughs> I guess that would be like a fart. <laughs> one part booty, two parts hydrogen is a fart. BH two. <laughs> you know, this podcast is also about learning and science. Mm-hmm. And we just told everyone the formula for BH two. The chemical formula for a fart. Is BH2. BH2. <laughs> wait, BH2. How about that? <laughs> wait, one part booty, two parts hydrogen? Two parts hydrogen. Okay, yeah. okay. BH2. <laughs> so, you instead of watching this, you're crushing puss and farting a lot. <laughs> Couple of BH2s. Uh, so, you never watched it before this? This is the first episode I've ever seen. Okay. And you hate it and you'll never watch it again. But you're not of the age. You didn't grow up with it. Didn't grow up with it. Like what? What did you watch after school? After school, uh, what? What age? Um, I started watching this in like middle school. Middle but it was school on throughout high school. I guess middle school. I would have watched like you know Happy Days mm, or you know totally. Gilligan. Like I grew up in the era of a lot of like classic TV being on in reruns. So right. Gilligan's Island, Gomer Pyle. Totally. I watched that stuff that on Nick stuff. at Night. Yeah, like Nick Patty and I wasn't show. around when I was in high school. Oh, it was right. just like KCAL 9 would play right. in the middle of the afternoon, like blocks of black and white uh, totally. you know, classic comedies. When Back when it wasn't weird to see black and white on TV. Like, right. You know, it was just like, yeah, in the middle of the day, we're programming four hours of black and white <laughs> things. Like, what? Are you fucking high right now? <laughs> no, it's just like Gomer Pyle episodes in the early seasons of Gilligan's Island. But no, you put wa- some color shit on yeah, you. No shit. Like color like t- we have color TV now. <laughs> yeah. We have the technology. Yeah, people like Gomer Pile enough. Yeah. They don't give a shit. Yeah, we'll just keep it to this. Yeah. So it was just a lot of that. And then when I got into high school, it was watched Degrassi a little bit. Like yeah. the original one, um, with Spike wearing her Smith's t shirt. Mm-hmm. Um but mainly like Letterman. I would like tape Letterman and then watch that right. after school every day. 
No, I was totally like the, that Elvis thing is full of tapes of 120 minutes and stuff that I in Saturday Night Lives I would tape too mm-hmm. and watch later. But this was on every day after school for me. What time would it be on? Because I, I remember when it first came on. Wasn't it a Saturday morning show? Yeah, it was on. I watched it in middle school originally on Saturday mornings, and then it came on right after school. It was like four hours. It was in two syndication hours or something. Yeah, two hours on TBS and two hours on WGN. So, so you would flip the channel? Yeah. Oh yeah, I watched all four hours. Did you have a remote control hours. or did you get up to do it? No, we had a remote. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, we were so rich. Um, Yeah, so yeah, I would watch two hours every day after school, and so that's how I came to totally memorize every episode. So you've seen all these episodes several times. A zillion times. Yeah. Yes. And you enjoy them. Yes. Yes. And you enjoy them because it's like, oh, were we ever so young? I mean, yeah, I, yeah, it's just, it's a comfort thing. It's a nostalgia thing. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. I don't think this is high art, but it's like sure. just something about it just resonates with me and people my age where it's like, it's so familiar. It's just mm-hmm. like, and you knew any time, you could turn on any TV channel and it was going to be on at any time. Right. It's just something, it's like Seinfeld now at this point where it's like, it's just on all the time. Mm-hmm. So. What do, yeah. What do you think is the next Seinfeld? Hey, it's Jerry. Ah. What? Who's the next me? I don't. I don't know. I didn't. Here's the secret. I've seen two episodes of Seinfeld in my entire life. What? I just like never watched it. All Not right. like because I hate it. I just was like, you have to come over to my house and do your Seinfeld and podcast. Do my Seinfeld podcast yes. and what? And we're gonna watch every episode and then do one. Do one ten minute podcast. All right, I'll do it. We're gonna well, watch all nine seasons and then do one ten minute podcast. I'll absolutely, where do you, it. you can only give one word answers. Okay. Okay. I'll let you quiz me on Seinfeld if Dave Hill was over the other day and we talked about how we might do some podcast having to do with Morrissey somehow so you'll have to be on our podcast. Oh, There's a lot of podcasts but okay I'll do it. Okay. Well we don't know what it is yet other than it's probably just going to be us being like isn't it awesome? Aren't the Smiths awesome? Like mm-hmm. we got to figure out the hook of it. You need some sort of drama in your podcast. Yeah we got to. Yeah. Let me give you that little bit of advice. If, if it's two people talking about how much they love something no drama. Yeah but that it works for your U2 one. Mm, yeah, but there's a lot of drama in the sense that we hate each other. <laughs> oh, ah! <laughs> well, we'll just pretend we hate each other. Okay. Or you and I, right now, make a pact to hate Dave Hill. Okay. So we'll Done. do two on one, extra drama. Okay. We hate him, but we love Morrissey. All right, Scott, you're at Scott Ackerman on Twitter. You're the king of like the comedy bang bang empire. Everyone knows who you are. I don't are. know who don't else would to... be the king of the comedy bang bang empire. I'm just saying, like, you don't need any, you don't need to plug anything. Everyone knows what's up. Hey, you know what? Uh,. Uh, watch Comedy Bang Bang. Listen to the podcast. I'm going to be at Festival Supreme in October. Oh my god, awesome! Um, Is that the Santa Monica Pier here again? Uh, no, it's not at the pier. It's at uh, some other place, better venue, a better. Oh, venue. Uh, I can't remember where it is, but it's at a, a better place. Oh, all right, okay, I'll uh, go to that. Okay, um, so, buy a ticket. Yes, look for Scott performing and me in the audience at Festival Supreme. Yep, and then that's it. Okay, so that was another episode of Go Bayside. And for those of you guys watching along on Netflix, the next episode I'm doing is Earthquake. Earthquake? That's the title We just of did an next... Earthquake episode of Comedy Bang Bang. You're joking. Where we were trapped. Is that did, what happens in this one? Did you totally rip off Save by the Bell? You know what? Actually- Because they got trapped. What is interesting about Comedy Bang Bang is we actually do take a lot of like sitcom plots right. and try to do our version and of them. on them. So- this, uh, who knows, we're currently writing the fourth season. Who knows if we're going to do a rapping fairy tale. Please do it. Version. But just I actually should just look at descriptions of all these plots of these episodes. Right. Just to steal some. Please do this one. Okay. Please. A rapping recreation of any fairy tale of your choice. A fairy tale of my choice. Yes. Oh my gosh. So many to choose from. So many. How about Frozen? Ah! <laughs>
Let it go. Let let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Fractals. All right, so look for that on an upcoming episode of the next By season of Comedy By the way, I'm crossing Bangin. my arms after I said yeah, fractals. Yeah, well, you have to. That's how you know you're done yeah. rapping. Mm-hmm. That's how you tell the audience, I'm now done rapping. Guys, I'm done rapping. I'm crossing my arms now. Yes. Fractals. Word. All right, guys, that was another episode of Go Bayside. Um, thank you again for all of the awesome iTunes reviews and all that kind of stuff. And look on the Tumblr because I'm going to be... The finale is going to be live at the Los Angeles Podcast Festival. And on the Tumblr is a link for Tumblr. you guys to get tickets. Tumblr. Because there's a lot of other awesome people there, like Never Not Funny and et cetera, et cetera. Check out the lineup at LAPodfest.com. And um, that's it. I'll see you guys next time. Thanks, April. Thank you. Bye. Beat the beat, beat the beat, beat the beat. Go, 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 go,